want to talk to Uncle Mitch for a second here? Hey, nobody. How long have these people been in my house? They've been here all day. You know, that party that we had last night has given us all kinds of street cred. What are you talking about? Mitch, this is called Rush. We are officially starting a fraternity. I like it. That's genius. You've got to be kidding me. Look, you heard Pritchard, all right? We're obligated to do this. Now, this house, he says, is zoned specifically for social services and student housing. Fraternity solves both of those, right? But this is my house. I, I live here, Beanie. I'm 30 years old. None of us are enrolled in the college. Okay, I understand Makes no that. sense. Yeah, you, you, you're getting focused on all the wrong sort of details here. Look, did you or did you not have a good time at the party? I had an awesome time. Frank, I know that you had an awesome time. Okay? I think the entire town knows that you had an awesome time. I'm trying to ask Mitch whether or not he had an awesome time. Yeah, I had a good time. Okay, that's good. And now, wouldn't you want those good times to keep going? Oh, Have a more God. good... I mean... I, I don't understand it. I, I don't know why it's so hard for you to admit that you want this. we got 40 guys out there that want this. There must be a reason for it, Mitch. Look, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm. I know you guys are trying to help. But the truth of the matter is, I've had a hell of a day, an even worse month... And the fact is, I got 40 strangers out in my living room, and all I want to do is get some fucking sleep. So I'm sorry, but we're not starting a fraternity. I don't know why you got to do it in front of the kid with the effing. All you got to do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. Then you can say, fuck, shit, bitch, whatever you want. Cock, balls. Okay, I'm just proving a point. You don't have to celebrate it, Frank. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, D-Roy. It is... Well, damn it, I almost said Friday. It is Thursday, week 12. And we're going through today's slate, or this week's slate. Uh, We will be starting with the Thursday night football game. Of course, we'll just leave that on it as its own. And then focus on the main slate. We'll go through the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. Uh, find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. And what the hell is outside my fucking house right now? I'm going to pause this for a second. Dear God, why can't people just bag their fucking leaves like goddamn human beings? Instead, they got fucking animals just dumping it out on the fucking street, waiting for people to fucking come pick it up from the city. So I get a loud fucking uh, vacuum truck out there. Any which way, let's get going here. We got Thursday Night Football. Indy at Houston. Houston favored by three and a half, 46 over under. Uh, Marlon Mack is out, and it looks like Jordan Wilkins is actually going to be playing. So you're going to have a mixed backfield this week uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. So everybody that grabbed your Jonathan Williams shares, well, congratulations, this is what I warned you about. So need to figure out what's going to happen here in this game, whether or not Indy's going to fall behind or be ahead, uh, because you could have Naeem Hines uh, involved 
in definitely in the passing game if India is going to be behind in this game. Not a terrible play considering the fact that Houston is 10th in rush defense, and they have actually gotten worse over the last couple of weeks. Um, but that could just be due to last week where they just kind of got trounced. Um, and then they're 25th against the running back in the passing game. Now, that's been pretty consistent all season. So any running back out of the Colts' backfield that's going to be cat- catching passes, that automatically puts them in play. Uh, DVP rank to the running back, Houston is 16th. Uh, 22.1 on FanDuel and then 26.1 on DraftKings. Um, so, yeah. So, it's kind of going to be a, if you're going to use a running back, it's going to kind of be a pick your poison. You will see Wilkins and Williams splitting carries. Nobody's going to get a full share in this backfield as long as Marlon Mack is out. Um, moving on to the wide receiver for Indy. T.Y. Hilton is a true game time decision. They're going to work him out pregame. See if he can go. Uh, when you look at the spreadsheet, you will notice that I have put it in play that he is going to be out. If he is in play, you step up your wide receiver rankings. You step up the DVOA rankings to where Hilton is the number one and Pascal is the number two. Uh, but for right now, I have Pascal as the number one and Chester Rogers is the number two with Marcus Johnson coming in as the number three. Everybody is in play. Everybody. Now, I like Pascal a lot more if T.Y. Hilton is out because we have cornerback uh, Johnson. Uh, he's going to be out. You'll have Jonathan Joseph on whoever's on the other side. And then uh, you'll have... Well, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then you'll have Conley on uh, whoever's in the slot. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, if if Hilton's out, I'm probably just going to lock in Pascal. Um, Marcus Johnson did show that uh, with Jacoby Brissett that they had a little bit of chemistry in there, so I don't I don't hate that one quite uh, very much. Uh, Chester Rogers probably could be really uh, popular, but I would probably fade and just go um, right to Marcus Johnson. Tight ends. Houston's not. Terrible against tight ends in the passing game. Uh, we have Ebron and Mo Ali Cox questionable. I think Ebron's going to play. That's going to kind of fuck up that situation. Now, if Ebron's out, I would definitely take a look at Jack Doyle, even at a bad matchup like that, because uh, Brissett will toss to his tight ends and target them quite a bit. Uh, from the Houston side, I know that um, Indy's been pretty good against opposing quarterbacks. Uh, but I would probably take a shot here on Deshaun Watson. Um, coming off a terrible game, uh, Deshaun Watson generally bounces back in a big way. So I would take a look at Deshaun Watson. I do not hate Carlos Hyde on the other side. Um, <clears throat> now, I know we talked last week about the whole Leonard Fournette play. Um but we're talking about a one we're talking about a one game play here. I think Carlos Hyde is definitely in play as Indy is twenty third against uh, running backs in the run in the run game. Uh, 
but they're fourth against running backs in the passing game. So that's going to pretty much take Duke Johnson out. Duke Johnson is terrible on the ground. So um, if I'm going to take a shot, I might take a shot on Carlos Hyde. Uh, wide receivers are on play. Will Fuller is questionable for this game, whether or not he plays. That's kind of the big question. DeAndre Hopkins is going to be well-owned. Um, and it's not a bad it's not a bad play considering the fact that Rocky Sin is questionable to play. Um, so he's not going to be at 100% if he is in there. Kuti, uh, I am not really, I'm not really on. I don't really care much for him. Maybe Kenny Stills, uh, but only if Will Fuller is out. Uh, we have Willis safety out for Indianapolis. <clears throat> so I think that would put Darren Fells into play, even in a poor matchup DVOA-wise, where India's 10th versus tight end, but they're 18th in points uh, given up to the tight end position. So it's kind of a quick rundown for the Thursday game. We'll get into Sunday games here, uh, which are a little bit more important to us because we're going to start pulling. We're going to start pulling players for our player pool here. Um. So we'll start Sunday af- early afternoon. I think, if I remember correctly, oh, that was cute. Um, there's only two late ga- late afternoon games, so everything's going to be pretty much on the early slate unless you're doing Yahoo and Fantasy Draft, of course, then you have the late slate, or the late Sunday night game with the Packers and the San Francisco 49ers, um, which is why we go through that game every week. Uh, all right, let's start out. Tampa Bay at Atlanta. Atlanta favored by four and a half, fifty-one and a half over under. It's probably going to be a very popular game. Uh, one of the quarterbacks that we will be taking a look at is, of course, Jameis Winston. Um, each and every week, we will take a look at Winston just for based on the plain simple fact that there is a high volume output every single week. So, <clears throat> definitely taking a look there. Um. The curious case of Ronald Jones II doesn't get very much run um, as far as on the ground, but has been involved in the passing game. Uh, And that's where Atlanta's always been more weak is against running backs in the passing game. Um, I do think Tampa's going to fall behind in this game. So I'm going to put him in consideration, but there's a lot of running backs that I really like. So he's probably going to fall by the wayside just to be completely, you know, open and honest about it. So, but we will take a look here at him uh, to start off the week. Um, I'll definitely be putting pretty much my final, my final run through tomorrow. And then, uh, quite possibly, then I'll be updating on Saturday night uh, if there's anything that I kind of want to come off of and uh, uh, or pivot to. So take a look at the wide receivers. Both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are in play. Godwin's going to have the better matchup as far as DVO, DVOA. Uh, Atlanta's 29th against wide receiver twos, while they're 20th against wide receiver ones. But I do believe that they are both in play. Uh, Both have done extremely well against Atlanta in the past. And with Oliver and Sheffield, and we have a questionable true font who uh, Pro Football Focus has listed as being against Brashad Perryman, but it's quite odd. 
Um, I was pretty certain Trufant was always on Evans, but um, no matter what, they're always going to have they're always going to have the advantage in that game. Um, tight end, you're looking at O.J. Howard or Cameron Brait. Oh, good God, I'm not going to touch this uh, with the ten foot pole. Um, it's just. He, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to just sit there and go, well, do I play O.J. Howard or do I play Cameron Brait? How about we just say, fuck it, we're not playing either and just be done with it. Moving on to the Atlanta side, Matt Ryan is currently questionable right here, right now, um, but I do believe that's for rest purposes. So uh, Matt Ryan will get installed in here. Uh, we generally do not want to use running backs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course. Uh, this may be the spot where Brian Hill actually does something uh, just to fuck everybody over for playing that chalk last week. That's kind of why I'm kind of curious about it, but I don't want to pay his fucking price. He's a piece of shit. Uh, I don't care what anybody tells you. So we move on to the wide receivers. Of course, we've got Julio Jones at the very, very top. He is currently questionable. This is strictly for rest purposes. Um as he is dealing with that foot issue again. <coughs> but um, I think he'll be fine. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I was really kind of hoping that he wasn't going to... I wanted I wanted him to do well last week, right? Because you write him up, and that's what you want. You want the guy to do well in that position. But I didn't want Ridley to really fucking explode because now everybody's looking over towards Ridley in this spot. So... Good God, what the fuck are we going to do here? So, um, Julio Julio's matchups, 23rd DVOA. Ridley's is 31st in DVOA. And then you have the uh, 32nd ranked pass defense uh, or uh, against wide receivers uh, in DVP. So, um I'm actually, you know what, now that I think about it, I'm actually going to take a look at Russell Gage here in this spot. Just purely based on the fact that he'd be in the slot. Um, and we really are not going to try and be fucking heroes and figure out if Luke Stocker or Jaden Graham are going to, you know, take up any of the... Um, slack that Austin Hooper is doing because obviously they're not they haven't yet so I'm not going to dick with that either that's kind of that same thing with the Tampa side um, don't want to mess with that but maybe Russell Gage someone like him maybe Justin Hardy you know one of those two they pick up the slack for the tight end position um, defense, you, we will install the Atlanta Falcons. It is Jameis Winston. This is the exact same thing as what we said last week. It's Jameis Winston. Um, so New Orleans defense came through in a big way. Um, and so you have to put Atlanta with the way that they've been playing lately. Um, different play defensive play caller, so it's quite possible that uh, this game goes the other way. Um, but we'll take a look at it on paper. It looks good for the offenses, but we'll figure it out. Um, 
moving on to the next game, we got Denver at Buffalo. Buffalo favored by four. It's a 37.5 over under. What does that mean? It means we take a look at running backs in this game uh, more than, say, the wide receivers. The guy that I'm looking at, and he did go questionable yesterday, was Philip Lindsay. Um, he's the... He's the guy that I was looking at specifically yesterday. Um, and then he got the questionable tag. I think it's for rest. I don't think we got any worries here. Um, I will consider Royce Freeman. I want to take a look at his stats too. Because um, you have a 27th ranked rush defense according to DVOA and 22nd against running backs in the passing game. So... Uh, this is really going to come down to a market share type deal. I'm really leaning more towards Lindsay. Everybody knows I'm more of a Royce Freeman guy. So take it for what you will. If I'm looking at Lindsay, it's quite possible that's the route that we're going to go. So moving on to the Buffalo side, I don't think we're going to mess with Denver's defense. Not on the road. Not on the road. Not on the road. Um, something weird with uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, you will notice you will notice that uh, Denver's defense has continued to stifle running backs. So I'm not really going to focus on anything really Devin Singletary wise. There's not a whole hell of a lot that I will really want to focus on here. Um, the curious thing is this whole John Brown thing. Now, you'll notice on the spreadsheet, uh, wide receiver ones, um, they're having trouble with. And everybody, nobody's targeting him, right? Because it's Chris Harris. But it's 26 in DVOA. This thing, is, this thing went down at one point. Went from, tw- okay, so went from, when we got stabilization, went 29-29, 27, 27, 26, down to 13, which could be a complete fucking anomaly. Um, and then back up to 20, 22, and 26. So it's it 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 went into a little ditch, and now it's coming back out. Um, matchup rating, it's actually got Chris Harris, you know, favored against John Brown, but it's very very slightly. So I'm gonna install John Brown in here. Uh, it's quite possible that we could be using this for a GPP type play um, as a as a one off. Um, being at home, I will consider the Buffalo Bills uh, the best prices on Yahoo here, where uh, defenses against uh, the Denver Broncos have been twenty have had twenty. It's twenty second still. We're over half the way through the season, and I still can't say it the correct way. 22nd in DVP, allowing 10.6 points to opposing defenses are the Denver Broncos. So it's quite possible that if you're not using Lindsay, you could probably even use Lindsay as a one-off and just use the Buffalo Bills going against Brandon Allen. Next game we got is New York Giants at Chicago Bears. <coughs> um... There's a lot of talk about Saquon Barkley. We've been noticing the... uh, Oh, Chicago favored by six. It's a 40 over under, by the way. Um, 
Which is really weird that the Bears are actually favored in this game. But um, the the we've noticed that the Bears have been given starting to give up points to the running backs, so a lot of people are gravitating towards the Saquon Barkley play. I'm very tentative on this. I have I just put him in, but I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Barkley for to me has been um in my opinion I think is hurt. I think he is I mean we've definitely noticed that he's not performing to the highest peak level. I mean the guy is only averaging fourteen and a half points per week on uh half point PPR and that's seventeen point six in <clears throat> full point PPR. But you're still paying most of that premium price, except on FanDuel. FanDuel, he's only seventh highest. But in that range, there's a lot of other running backs that I'd probably prefer to use, so I'm probably going to end up skipping it. Now, I did include Golden Tate. Um, Golden Tate will be up in the slot against Buster Screen. I expect the Giants to be passing in this game a little bit more than running it. Now, nobody else. I don't like to use the outside wide receivers against the Chicago Bears, but slots um, definitely I will consider, especially on a fantasy draft. You'll see that Golden Tate is the 40th, 40th highest price wide receiver, so that's a hell of a good price over there. Um, across the board, you have 28, 29, 30, and 40, so completely a value play if you need it over there. Uh, tight end, we do have Evan Ingram, Ingram doubtful, uh, and Red Ellison questionable. So there's talk about Caden Smith starting. So tight ends, yeah, they're 28th against uh, Chicago Bears are 28th against tight ends, 20th in DVP. Um, but if you're telling me that I want to go down to Caden Smith, an unproven commodity, uh, I'm just probably just going to say fuck it. I'm just not going to look at it. So, Chicago Bears. Um, against this defense, in particular, quarterbacks have generally always been in play. Now, Mitch Trubisky has sucked a bag of dicks um, this whole season, except for a couple of games. Of course, you know, the one game that I fucking pull off, that's when, that's when he throws the three touchdowns. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. But the Giants are 28th in pass defense DVOA, 23rd DVP against quarterbacks. So it does put Trubisky in play. Whether or not we're going to actually use him or not, that's going to be a whole other thing. Um, let's see here. Where's my switch here? Um, running backs. I guess Tariq Cohen would be in play. Um, I think a little bit more than David Montgomery. Just for the place of... I mean, they're giving the carries to Montgomery, but I don't know. I don't know with these two assholes. I, I got to really seriously take a look at it because it's more of a value play to use Tariq Cohen. Um, Giants are right in the middle of the road, 14th against the rush. Uh, but 29th against running backs in the passing game. So um, 
They've thrown a little bit more to Tariq Cohen than they have with David Montgomery trying to get whatever involved. Overall, I'm probably just going to skip it just for based on the plain simple fact that Tariq Cohen is uh, a real shitty player. I mean, he's got he's got talent and stuff like that, but he's just not that good. Not at least not in this offense. So um, it's probably going to be one that I'm going to pass. Now I will take a look at Allen Robinson again, um, but probably more specifically, it's probably going to be more specifically a GPP because just for the plain simple fact that we're dealing with Mitch Trubisky again, so. Probably somebody that I'm not gonna, you know, focus on in cat in my cash games. Um, Anthony Miller's a little intriguing just based on the plain simple fact that they have been getting uh, Gabriel and Anthony Miller involved, so that might be a nice little pivot, um, cheap option here. Uh, but I want to go back and take a look at his targets that he's been getting the last couple of weeks. But uh, from what I can Remember offhand, Anthony Miller's been getting some targets lately. So it might be a saving spot for us. Um, Against the Giants' defenses are 29th. Remember, we're working backwards. So 15.4 points allowed to opposing defenses are the New York Giants. So that will put the Bears in play. Um... They are a very good defense, no matter what anybody will tell you. Um, they just haven't been getting like the massive turnovers and the touchdowns like they had last year. So that's why a lot of people are kind of off on them. Uh, next game, we got Pittsburgh favored by six and a half over since at Cincinnati, thirty-eight and a half over under. <clears throat> James Conner is not expected to play, even though he's carrying a Q tag over. Uh, a doubtful tag, um, so that's going to put two guys. That's going to put two guys in play if he's not playing, in my opinion. And it's not going to be Trey Edmonds. It should be Jalen Samuel and Benny Snell. Of course, you know this happened the last time this happened. Benny Snell gets hurt, of course, and uh, ends up being out. So I'm going to put them together. Uh, a lot of people looking at Jalen Samuels. I am not really one of them, but I want to take a look at. I want to keep them in mind and take a look at something, uh, just because running backs have been so good against Cincinnati. Uh, Twenty Cincinnati's twenty fourth against uh, running backs in the run game. Thirty uh, first against uh, running backs in the passing game. Um, that's kind of why I'll take a look at Jalen Samuels, but his price is fucking retarded. Um, and I know I shouldn't use that word. Uh, so I apologize, but um, the half point PPR sites like he's 16th and he's 22nd on FanDuel and, and Yahoo. That's way too fucking high, and then he's ninth and 11th on DK and Fantasy Draft. So you're paying for the fact that you can get a full point for every in the PPR game. Um, we have a lot of wide receivers down. Uh, Deontay Johnson is not listed on my injury report as being questionable, and I'm not going to put him as questionable in the uh, spreadsheet until I see it. But uh, he's coming back from a concussion, 
Actually, maybe I will take a look at it right now. Um, he had a concussion, and he was bleeding from the ears. So, you're telling me he's back? Yeah, he was a full participant. Wow, he's a full participant in practice, so. So, yeah, so. <clears throat> Juju Smith-Schuster is questionable with a concussion of his own. Um, I believe he's had a knee issue, too. So I don't think he's supposed to play in this game, which would mean that targets would go to Deontay Johnson and James Washington. Uh, James Washington would definitely have the better matchup uh, facing B-Dub Webb. But I, I don't I don't know if I really want to invest anything. And the price isn't all that great anyways. So I don't think I want to go there. Now I will take a look at Vance McDonald, though, at tight end. Um, he's pretty decently priced, actually, across the board, uh, especially on fantasy draft where he's thirty fifth overall. So you're gaining, you're you're getting a lot of value over there on him. So I'll definitely consider him there. Um, but I mean, you're looking at across the board 14, 18, 20, and thirty five. That's pretty good price. You know, fifty three hundred for a tight end, not bad. Twelve bucks on Yahoo, that's awesome. Um, thirty five hundred on DK, it's not a bad price. But like I said, on fancy draft, he's thirty five hundred, uh, coming in at sixty two hundred bucks, which is only twelve hundred dollars uh, over uh, over minimum. So uh, probably the part of the pits of this game that I will look at the most, though. Is going to be the Pittsburgh defense. I know they're on the road, but it's it's not a very far trip for them. It's Cincinnati. Um, Ryan Finley sucks. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to be looking to bounce back from that game against Cleveland. They they have more. They have just as much to prove as Cleveland does this week. So, um, I don't hate them at all. Uh, now we do have on. Now we go to the Cincinnati side. No, we're not looking at Finley. Joe Mixon. Uh, Joe Mixon's going to get volume. I'm not fucking, I'm not going there. I'm not going to be a hero with that. Um, although I do, I would say that if you were looking at Joe Mixon with the fact that he's getting 30 fucking carries a game, uh, definitely does put him in play. But um, as far as from the Cincinnati side, I will take a look at Tyler Boyd. I don't like, I don't like it. Um but the, just the fact that everybody was fucking on him last week and he completely shit the bed uh, puts me back on him uh, this week. So um, he'd have Mike Hilton. He'd be facing Mike Hilton. And that's a pretty decent matchup even when you look at the quarterback wide receiver matchup. So um, I think it's definitely in play. They'll be, they'll be throwing a lot anyway, so... Uh, don't look at, don't be a hero. Don't use Cincinnati Bengals defense. I know Pittsburgh's just as bad, uh, giving up points to opposing defenses. We're not, we're not playing that fucking game either. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Miami at Cleveland. Cleveland favored by 10 and a half, 44 and a half over under. The question is what, what Cleveland team are we going to get? Are we going to get a team that's going to come out and just fucking, you know, put Miami to the fucking woodshed or what? Or are they going to have kind of a relapse because they lost 
like arguably their best pass rusher. Um, I think they're going to be good. I think my I think Cleveland's Cleveland's offense. I'm not worried about. It's Cleveland's defense. I'm kind of worried about. Um, they still, you know, they haven't played up the form of what they should be. So it kind of puts a lot of people into play still. Um, no, I am not looking at Kalen Blage this week. Thank you for asking. Am I going to do this whole Patrick Laird? Nope. 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 But I will tell you, I do have my eye on Ryan Fitzpatrick. And yes, I do believe I am looking at Devontae Parker. I'm going against Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward has not done very much. Uh, it is wide receiver. The wide receiver one has been w- done well, uh, 17th uh, DVOA. Now, Cleveland has not been giving up that much in the passing game as far as you know points per game. Uh, 24.6 on FanDuel, 31.2 on DraftKings. So we don't really, to the wide receivers, um, so we don't really want to get too into this passing game. Um but I will tell you that the two pieces that I like the most are Parker and Mike Gazicki. People are starting to not talk about Gazicki anymore, and I think that's a mistake. Um, he's val- he's actually valued right around uh, the Vance McDonald, except on on. Uh, on uh, FanDuel, he's three hundred dollars less, which makes him, you know, ten spots lower because you get all the you get all the ties and stuff in there. But he's twenty four, eighteen, twenty three, and thirty five. But he's virtually the same price across the board as Vance McDonald. Um, so whereas I think maybe people might look a little bit more towards the Vance McDonald side on there, I might pivot and go towards the. Um, Mike Gazicki play. I do like Cleveland in this game. I do like if there if there's a spot for Baker Mayfield to fucking bounce back, it's here. The only thing that really is bothering me is and it's really weird because I thought most of the chatter would be about Nick Chubb and and Kareem Hunt. Because they're they're in great spots just as well, right? You know, we we liked Devin Singletary last week. So why would we not like, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt on the other side? Nobody's talking about this. Nobody. So it has me kind of wanted to pivot off of Baker and go with the running backs here. But I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Um, we do have Odell and Jarvis Landry in play. Actually, I should get back to the running back thing. Um, nobody's going to want to play Nick Chubb this week at all because they're going to go up to what you're going to see if you look at the if you look at the rankings on your favorite site. Or rankings. Uh, if you look at you know your player pro your player list, 
where Nick Chubb is listed, he's right in between all the other really good running backs just as well. So Nick Chubb is going to come very, very under-owned. We may see some Kareem Hunt in this game, or uh, in lineups because his price is pretty decent, except on DK. Actually, on Yahoo, it's a little bit higher than what I thought. Uh, FanDuel and Fantasy Draft are actually the better pricing uh, spots. I'll read you the prices across the board. 5600 17 5600 8900 So that's 33 22 20 and 35 across the board. So on the two end sites on FanDuel and on Fantasy Draft, you're actually getting the best price. Uh, maybe on Fantasy Draft, I might take a shot on Kareem Hunt. <clears throat> just because you're getting that full point on the PPR. But um, we may have David Njoku back this week, but I'm not going to trust him. Um, it's just kind of nice to have him there. That might take a little bit of pressure off of Odell and Jarvis Landry. Um, yeah, so if you're looking in between Odell and Landry, uh, they're price pretty much they're pretty much the same on FanDuel and Yahoo um of course he gets a better value on Landry uh for whatever reason on the full point PPR sites this is a a quote-unquote revenge game for Jarvis Landry and you know backups from Miami um so that's that's something to consider they might try to just get them going uh, this week because that that passing game has been so stagnant lately. Um, so just take that into consideration. Oh, I guess we should actually include the Cleveland defense. It's going to be very popular. It's going to be kind of hard to pass them up on FanDuel, though. They're the 10th highest priced, 10th highest priced defense on FanDuel. Forty-five hundred bucks against Miami, really? Okay, it's probably gonna be. They're gonna be chalk as fuck over there. I don't know. We'll see if I get a pivot. All right, here's another big one: Carolina at New Orleans. New Orleans favored by nine and a half, forty-seven over under. Um. You want the mega multi-donkey play, right? That's what you want. That's what you want. You want the Christian McCaffrey? You want the Christian McCaffrey? I have to see what Renner says about this because uh, I actually want to take the stats. I want to take the stats of uh, Christian McCaffrey against the New Orleans Saints in his career because uh, I don't see him doing all that well. I understand I understand. He's a great player. He's a focal point of the offense, but I just don't see it. Not in this matchup. I will be taking a look at a little bit of DJ Moore, though. Um, We'll be taking a look a little bit of DJ Moore. God, I think fucking... Oh, Curtis Samuels actually got a good matchup against Eli Apple, of course. Imagine that. 
I'll consider them. I'm going to figure out which one I like more. Um, tight end, not interested. Uh, it's a bad matchup. Actually, it hasn't been it hasn't been a bad matchup for the last three weeks. Now we drop back down again, DVOA. But the points just aren't there, and that's been pretty stable. So yeah, I'm, there's better options out there. New Orleans side, uh, just lock it in uh, in your cash. This is the guy that everybody's gonna go to. In Elvin Kamara. Kamara. Of course, we always tag Carolina with her with our running back, so he's definitely a player. I don't actually hate Murray. I'm not gonna include him, but um could maybe could get a couple of carries and fucking break one off. Break one off in your ways. Um So yeah. Uh, I think you always have to consider Michael Thomas, but as far as Drew Brees, now they've, they've been susceptible to the passing games too. Um, but I think I'm just going to focus on, you know, <clears throat> the running game um, and top flight option this week. He's uh, going to have Bradbury back. He's fucking... Amazing. They're just amazing. Yeah, so you can see the points on the wide receivers are going up. They are going up. The DVP. DVOA is starting to go up too. Gets wide receiver ones and wide receiver twos. So, I fuck you, Ted Ginn. You just pissed me off. Um, New Orleans defense definitely a play. That offensive line is fucking horrible. So, more than likely what I'd probably would do is probably just do Camara. Fade Michael Thomas this week, get some savings. And then uh, use the New Orleans defense. Pretty good, pr pretty good price over there on everywhere except for Fandle, their fourth highest. I don't know. Generally, they don't sneak up that high. So, uh, consider them. Uh, Carolina's to giving up or their 20th of DVP rank, uh, 9.5 points allowed to the defense. Defense has play, been playing pretty well, even without Lattimore last week. So, uh, Next game, we got Oakland traveling to the New York Jets. Oakland favored by three, 46.5 over under. Uh, we do know that the passing games have been doing well against the New York Jets, not the running game. So I'm gonna pass I'm gonna pass on Josh Jacobs this week. Has not been a good spot to attack all year. So not doing there. Uh I do like Ty Tyrell Williams. We like the number ones against uh New York Jets. We've been doing that all year. So he's automatically inserted I think a lot of people are going to go to Darren Waller. I don't know if I like it too much. Ooh, oh, Hunter Renfro's in play. 
Um, he's got a good matchup out of the slot against uh, Brian Poole. Brian Poole sucks. Um, so we have Darren Waller. I don't know if I'm going to pay up for him. Good matchup DVOA-wise. Uh, not so much DVP. I'm intrigued with that just based on the fact that you know Waller is a focal point of the is a focal point of the offense, right? So it all depends on the matchups that new that the New York Jets have been going against, whether or not you know it's actually offenses that have been utilizing a tight end. And they've been kind of dwindling, you know, a little bit up and down between, uh, mostly between like three and six. So. Um, I like that. I am not going to use the Oakland Raiders defense. I think that's a bad move. <clears throat> Just because it's a good matchup does not mean that it, everything's in play. So um, I will look at Sam. Why, yes, I will be looking at Sam Darno. Um, he's kind of he's just humming along here a little bit. Not doing the greatest, but not doing the worst. So... Um, I guess if you looked between, like, FanDuel, I would use Car. There's the same price there. But you get a little bit of, you get a couple dollar savings on Yahoo. $300 savings on DK. $100 savings on Fantasy Draft. I'd probably rather pay for Derek Carr than I would um, Sam Darnold. But, I mean, Derek Carr is definitely... Their car is definitely somebody that might be able to save on. Huh. I have to take a look. I think a lot of people are going to go to Baker Mayfield and cash. This might be some place to exploit. What's the over-under? 46.5. So, yeah, this game might shoot out a little bit. Um, I do have some interest in Le'Veon Bell again this week. Um. Like I said, I do prefer him more on full-point PPR sites. But, uh, yeah, because they're, they're worse. There's an anomaly in here. Well, maybe not, because they went 9, 11, 16, and 22. Got some running back on the ground. This is uh, Oakland Raiders. Um. Man, Joe Mixon fucking killed him last week. But in the passing game, they've been pretty stable. 25, 25, 28, 27, 26 the last five weeks. So uh, definitely have to consider Le'Veon Bell. He's actually a pretty good price. Um, he should not be fucking $20 on Yahoo. I can tell you that right now. Um, that is ridiculously cheap. Even on a half point. So... He's definitely somebody to consider over there. He's 13th over at DK, 6400 bucks. Wow. Wow. Um, passing options, Demarius Thomas is questionable. Uh, pay attention to that. He's kind of in a bad matchup anyways. Uh, but we do, we, we had a Robbie Anderson signing. Signing, of course, the week I had him out. God damn it. Pulled him out. We got tired of it. Um, but Jamison Crowder's in the best spot of all the wide receivers, so he is definitely in play. Uh, what did I just do here? 
No, that is not what I wanted. Thank you very much. Okay, there. Got Jameson Crowder involved. Um, tight end. It isn't a terrific matchup overall for the tight end. Um, as the DVOA has gone down. But the DVP, the points are up there. For one, Ryan Griffin tight end. And yes, I had to put tight end in there to put the actual price in there. Because there's two Ryan Griffins. There's a fucking Ryan Griffin tight end for the Jets. And then there's Ryan Griffin backup quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it can't differentiate between the two. So I just went back and just found the tight end. I just put it in there. I'll probably do it for the quarterback. Just for the plain and simple fact that uh, um, we're never going to use Ryan Griffin quarterback. So, But, uh, yeah, Ryan Griffin, definitely a play. He is priced up there a bit. Um, he's still cheaper than Waller. So, yeah, definitely. I'd probably prefer to use Ryan Griffin before I'd use Darren Waller. If I'm going to be completely honest. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Seattle and Philadelphia, a lot of people are going to be looking here for points. Um, I think Russell Wilson is always in play, but as far as this week, I would probably say he's more of a GPP play than he is an actual cash play. Um, and you might be saying, well, it's the Philadelphia Eagles pass defense. Well, they've actually been doing really fucking good lately, so... Um, I don't have that big of an interest in him. Um, you'll also notice the O-line matchup against uh, Philly is very, very poor. So I don't have any interest there. I know a lot of people are going to probably use Chris Carson as a GPP pivot, and I can't say I blame him, but I, I think there's just better options. So I don't have any interest really in Chris Carson. Now, I do have some interest in Tyler Lockett. Um, this could be completely as a GPP play as well. Um, just for the plain simple fact, he is coming back from that, that bruise. That, I got a bruise. Um, he's, he got banged up against San Francisco. But he, he had last week off, which is nice. Um, but it's almost like just a complete one-off. I don't really want to go against Darby or Mills. Um, but I will attack Maddox, uh, who would be the guy that would be facing Tyler Lockett. So <coughs> no issues there. Uh, tight end, you have to be very fucking careful here. If I know there's going to be some people that are going to say, use Jacob Hollister, use Jacob Hollister. Luke Wilson, he's he's doubtful. Yeah, Ed Dixon is full is going to be fully back for this game, and Seattle has already said that he's getting his usual workload from last year, which means he's on the field a lot. Now it's mostly going to be as a blocking as blocking tight end because they've had so much issues on the offensive line, but that's still going to probably take opportunities away from Hollister. Just for the simple fact that you, you're going to see Dixon on the field. You do not want to see Dixon on the field. You don't want to see another pass-catching uh, option come in there. So, yeah. 
So there's that. Uh, on the other side, I believe that a lot of people are going to look at Carson Wentz. I'm putting him in right now just so I can take him out later. I hate this motherfucker. Um, wide receiver ones, uh, Seattle just gets torched by, but Elshon Jeffrey is horrible. This is, this, is, this is the reason why I can't use Carson Wentz, okay? So you got Elshon Jeffrey. He's been hurt. Nelson Aguilar is now questionable. He's hurt. Uh, Jordan Matthews sucks. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Arcega-Whiteside. Um, I'll use my new lisp. Uh, has not been doing anything. Neither has Matt Collins. So what are we doing here? Um, the... <laughs> Uh, what this does, because we can't trust any of the wide receivers, and I really, really wish there was only one of these guys here, but it actually puts both Ertz and Goddard into play. Seattle's 23rd against the tight end. DVOA. And they're 24th in points allowed to the tight end. FanDuel, they allow 11.3. DraftKings, they allow 14.2. Both guys are going to be on the field. Pay attention to this whole Jeffrey and Aguilar thing. Because if they are out... <laughs> Miles Garrett alleges Mason Rudolph called him a racial slur just prior to brawl. Steelers QB denies it. <laughs> really? Is that what we're doing now? First he said it was just a crotch kick. Now he's saying that he called him the N-word. Come on. Come on. You know, but with to be completely honest with that face of Mason Rudolph, he could have said it. Any which way, so I'm not really too high on anything in this game. Although I will tell you this. I have some interest in Seattle's defense. They actually have a pretty good pass rush, you know, with Clowney there. Um, and Philly may be down both tackles. Their left and their right tackle might be out for this game. If that's the case, I might start Seattle's defense. I'm just going to be honest. I'm just throwing it out there. So uh, pay attention to that. Uh, they're going to be in consideration. Um, next game we got it's Detroit, favored by 3.5 at Washington, 41.5 over and under. Woof. 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 I know everybody's favorite kid. And I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this for Rob Noel. Cause at least for one day, Jeff Driscoll has made the lineup. <laughs> <coughs> now as far as the as far as the running backs are concerned, um I don't like I don't like 
both Scarsborough, both Scarsborough at all, right? He showed what he could do. Um, Washington's very poor against running backs on the ground as opposed to the running game, right? I'm just going to include both Scarsborough for a little bit. Uh, just based on the plain simple fact that um, he could fall into the end zone and hit value and whatnot, but his price has gone up. So I just want to kind of compare it to the other running backs. That's why I'm putting him in. Uh, definitely Scarsborough is going to be one of the guys that I would pull out first because both Scarsborough sucks. Uh, he is a larger running back, but he's very slow. He's very straight line. He has no movement whatsoever. So, um, like I said, I'll consider him, but I'm not in love with him. Uh, as far as passing targets, Marvin Jones is more in play than Kenny Galladay. It seems like they do have kind of a little connection here. Uh, Marvin Jones has continued, continued to do well while Kenny Galladay has kind of suffered. Um, I'd much rather face go against Quinton Dunbar than Josh Norman, to be honest with you. Um, so... Take that for what what you will. You can see, you can kind of see it, you know, just versus one wide receiver ones versus wide receiver two. It's a drastic difference. It's a four. It's a four overall against wide receiver ones versus a thirty-two and wide receiver two. I think it'd be stupid just to ignore it. Um, I'll consider T.J. Hawkinson again. I'll consider him. I think if you're doing, I think overall, if you're doing Driscoll, you'd probably go Jones and Hawkinson in this thing. But I'm not fully in love with it. Uh, as far as the defense, defense against uh, Washington, I don't know. No, not really. Um, I think what you're going to see is I think you're going to see some people trying to sneak in Dwayne Haskins lineups. I'm not going to run there. Uh, the guy that does intrigue me, though, is Darius Geis at running back. And I'd almost guarantee you he makes my... Uh, he's going to make my uh, GPP list. So, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Since I installed him right below... Both scars, bro. Let's see here. So on FanDuel, it's, it's no question. You actually, it's fifty four hundred dollars for guys. It's a thousand dollars underneath both scars, bro. Right? He's only three dollars more than scars, bro. On Yahoo, he's five hundred dollars more than scars, bro. On DK, and he's a thousand dollars more on uh, Fantasy Draft which it really isn't that much. So if you're asking me if I would rather have Scarsborough or Geis in, like, say, a GPP lineup, fuck. I, I, if you're telling me that Scarsboroughs are going to be in cash, I'll put fucking Darius Geis in cash. I'll put my balls on the table and fucking do it. I don't care. Um... We do like our running backs against the uh, <coughs> Detroit Lions. 
Adrian Peterson has been held out for rest. I don't I don't hate him either, to be completely honest. But I think I think I'm gonna probably rock with Geis and just do it that way. Um, just because then you get to get more of the upside. You got the fresher legs, everything. So that's probably the way I'm going to roll. Now we get into Sunday late afternoons. These are our two games. Got Jacksonville, Tennessee. Tennessee favored by three. Uh, 41 and a half over under. Um, I don't know what I want to do here. I don't know what I want to do here. I don't want to use Nick Foles. But I think I don't really want to use Nick Foles. I'll use Nick Foles in seasonal. It's a good matchup, but if you're hurting, I'll consider Chark. DJ Chark. Now I'm doing it. DD Westbrook. Bad matchup. Conley. Conley's in a good matchup. Keelan Cole. I think you could consider Nick Foles. I'm not. I'm probably not going to do it. I, I'm going to look at Cole Shark, uh, and that's it. Out of here. You, you're very suffered at tight end here. Uh, Nick O'Leary might actually get the start. Seth the Valve is is hurt, um, or at least he's questionable right now. So let's take a look at that. Uh, it's a good price on Nick O'Leary, who came over from. Fuck. Can't remember if it was Miami or if he came over from Baltimore. Any which way. So we get to the Tennessee side. We get the one, you know, the one piece that I really like over there. That would be Derrick Henry. Um I think this is kind of where everybody's gonna kind of go. Although it, it's kind of intriguing because the last time that they faced Jacksonville, he didn't do that well. That was a Thursday night game. So it might keep people off of him. But I think what else, too, is you're going to probably see some A.J. Brown, Adam Humphreys, Corey Davis-type stuff. Uh, Delaney Walker. Eh, I'm not going to really trust him coming back from coming back from injury. Uh, last game on the, on the late afternoons be Dallas at New England. New England favored by 6.5, 45.5 over under. Um you're going to see bad matchups across the board here. Um, I don't really know. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't really know where to go other than say, and other than saying, well, Zeke's going to get a ton of work, and it's quite possible that he could pop one off, right? So I think that puts Zeke in play. I just don't know if I can run with it. Haha. <laughs> I made a pun and I didn't even think about it. I don't know if I can run with it. It's, I mean, they, they, New England's gotten worse, you know, because they've been facing better offenses, especially after that, you know, Baltimore, that Baltimore game. But um, they've still been pretty stable everywhere besides at running back. Now they're not still not allowing enough points. 
So they've been holding they've been holding running backs out of the end zone. They just haven't been all that great. Um, oh man, well how many tight ends do I got listed? Fuck, I don't know if I can say Jason Witten. Jason Witten's been st- pretty stable. You actually get a good. Oh, actually, you know what? You do get an awesome fucking price over here. On fantasy draft, and why did I just do that? Wrong one. Um, fantasy draft is giving you a great price on him, so I'm gonna consider him, but just as like a dumpster dive. Um, on fantasy draft, save about three hundred bucks from Vance McDonald and Mike Gazicki over there. Um, on fantasy draft, he's averaging more points, so take that in consideration. They're going to have to throw. I'm not trusting fucking Tom Brady. We're shit. <coughs> Fuck that noise. Um, now, I will say this. There's something that intrigues me. Uh, Mohamed Sanu might be out for a couple of weeks. So with no Muhammad Sanu, that kind of puts James White back into play as far as with the passing game. So if you want if you want to use him at GPP, I think it'd be fine. Um, running backs in general have been pretty good. Um, against Dallas. I just... I don't see this game getting real fucking out of hand. That 45 and a half is real fucking high. I don't think New England's going to beat. I don't think New England beats them by six and a half either. Dallas is really bad. See, because Dallas is really bad against the tight end. But are you going to trust fucking Izzo, Watson, or Lacoste? Fuck that. Fuck that. I don't even think. No, you can't even. You can't even use Patriots against really. This is their toughest matchup. This is the uh, New England defense touch toughest matchup. I think if I'm doing anything, I'm just using Zeke out of there. But to be honest with you, on the main slate, I'm probably just not going to fucking touch it whatsoever. Um, going to the late game, late Sunday game. Got to get this done. Um, I'm running real fucking long. I apologize. But it's Thursday. What do you want? What do you want? We're not going to have a Saturday podcast. <coughs> Unless I put something together. But I'll probably just send an update through the email. Uh, Green Bay at San Francisco. San Francisco favored by three. It's a 47 and a half over under. Um... I do believe. Ooh, I put him in the wrong spot. If you, if you want my honest opinion, and, and this could be even a dishonest opinion too, um, because I am a Packer fan, uh, I actually think Green Bay goes in and wins this game. I really, really like. I actually really like both Aaron Jones 
and Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers might not have that great of a game, though. That's kind of where I'm trying to. Aaron Rodgers is kind of that thing. Either he throws the four fucking touchdowns or he's not. Like, he's controlling the offense. He's doing a good, He's doing his job, but he's not uh, performing fantasy-wise. So that's kind of where need to focus. Um, if you like Aaron Rodgers, you have to like Devontae Adams. I'm more leaning on Aaron Jones in this game. So I may end up pulling... Uh, Adams and Rod and Rogers out of the game or out of the thing, but um, I think you just have to at least fucking consider these guys out the gate. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I'm more leaning on Aaron Jones. I think Packers are going to lean on him quite heavily. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to tear this offense apart or this defense apart. So um, we can just sit back on that. Uh, Got to look at Tevin Coleman again. Sorry. Got to do it. Failed last week. Nobody's going to want to play him. Nobody's going to want to play him. I might only play him on Fantasy Draft, though. Good price on Fantasy Draft. He sucks on Yahoo. Holy fuck, he's ninth? Fuck that. What are you doing, Yahoo? Come on, you've been so good lately. Um, Packers have been bad against the tight end. I need to take a look at that last game. I want to see snap shares and everything. I'm still telling you. That uh, Ross Dwelly would have been. <laughs> it would have been so awesome last week if Ross Dwelly would have just absolutely fucking shit. Shit the bed because Taiolo, Selleck, uh, you got use check in there. Here, I'm not going to write it up, but I'm going to tell you this right now. You want to you fucking Ross Dwelly? Pivot, it's Kyle Juszczyk. And you're going to have to put him in at running back, but uh, he's a hell of a savings over there. Because, uh, yeah, they don't give up. They don't give up a lot of yardage to running backs in the passing game. Um, as far as according to DVOA, you know, all that type of stuff. But check lines up kind of everywhere. So he's kind of like a... You know, he's like that utility, that utility tool or whatever, you know. So, um, what's the over-under? 47 and a half. Wow. Wow. Actually, you're getting a really good price on the Packers defense, too. Huh. 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 Aaron Jones and Packers defense. Can only play it on two slates. $13 on Yahoo. That's a great price. Uh, 19th. Uh, they're 4900 on 
on fantasy draft. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. The Packer backer in me wants me to do it. Anyway, Trey, so we'll just go real quick. Monday Night Football, uh, you got Baltimore minus three at L.A. Rams, 46.5. The defense has actually been pretty good, but this is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is going to be the highest-owned player on that on that one game, even the primetime slate. <clears throat> You're going to see a lot of Lamar Jackson ownership. That's Maybe that's kind of why I was looking at Aaron Rodgers was just a plain simple fact of you need a pivot option. Uh, that would be the way to go. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Uh, Rams have been pretty decent against running backs, except in the passing game. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to really go with anything outside of Lamar Jackson, you know, with anything in the running game. I don't know if I like Ingram or Edwards enough to put him in, uh, although Edwards would be probably dick dirt cheap over there. Marquise Brown has the best matchup. Ramsey has not been handling uh, wide receivers all that well. So it could be a nice spot to attack. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Also, um, you will see DVP is at 12 against uh, tight ends. Look at the dip. That is a one week. That's a huge dip. Now they have gotten, they have kind of gotten a little bit bad, but not a five spot uh, worse ranking on there. So I think Mark Andrews is in play here. Definitely. Cause it's this guy that he likes to target on the other side. Fuck Jared golf. You're not using Jared golf. I don't give a fuck. If anybody tells you, well, it's a contrarian play. No, it's a fucking terrible play. Blah. Uh, you're looking at Todd. Gur- you're looking squarely at Todd Gurley here on this side. Um, I do have some interest in Brandon cooks. If he happens to come, uh, into play, he's supposedly supposed to play. Uh, so I do have some love there because nobody will fucking play him. Um, but then again, uh, what you would have here is you would have Gerald Everett in play, depending upon his price. I don't want to pay too much there. So, yeah, that's it. That's week 12. I'm going to get this printed out, um, go through it tonight at work, and should have. The final done uh, tomorrow morning, um, you know, quote unquote final. Like I said, I'll, I'll probably end up going through it. Um, sat a little bit more Saturday night in case I find anything that I don't like. So you guys have to be aware that there could be updates. Just keep an eye on your emails. Um, I'll just forward it through the, the standard email procedure. But uh, yeah. Um, I pretty much know who I'm going to use. It's going to be chalky as fuck, but you know what? I think Chalk wins this week. I think people are going to get real fucking off the rails, and they're going to fuck up. And I think we need to take advantage of that. So I wouldn't get too fucking cute with everything this week. Um, Just go about our business. Do it the right way. And, uh... We're going to take these motherfuckers down. So I'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow. Have a good one.